you guys with a little throwback there. Welcome to Week 2 Sons of Fantasy Football League podcast brought to you by Red Triangle Sports. We are recapping Week 1, previewing Week 2, and I'm your host, Denver Desert Dog, Matt Kozlowski, riding an 11-game win streak dating back to last season. <clears throat> Joining me tonight, riding a one-game win streak dating back to last season, Eddie Mitchum from the Steel Curtain. The bull doesn't care what you did, but you're mad. Like, I care. Because I don't see myself losing anytime soon. What uh, league do you play? I don't know when I play you. So. <laughs> um, no Shane. He can't answer text messages to see. He answers everything but the question asked of him. For, <laughs> For once, I'm going to, like, side with Shane here. I wouldn't if I had that team either. <laughs> For the first time, I understand where he's coming from. Papa Kaz had dinner with him tonight. Still pretty tight about the one-point loss. We'll touch on that in a little bit. Um, let's recap the waiver wire. My headline for the waiver wire is Lindsay and Lockett and Eckler. Oh, my. <laughs> um, those three players combining for... $68 of fab money among two owners. So, Phil Lindsay, who sounds like a Bachelor contestant. He goes to Stein's team for 34 bucks, And notice I said Bachelor contestant, not Bachelorette contestant, because I think he likes dudes. But, um, I don't even know if I could say that. Lockett and Eckler combined for 34 uh, Lockett for 22, Eckler for 12. <laughs> We're off the rails a couple minutes into this thing. Um, those are the, those are the big bids. So Lindsay to Stein and go homers. Lockett to the Seawolves. Eckler to the Seawolves. The Hammer gets Jared Cook for 12 bucks. Brandon Marshall to the Mad Dogs for three, and I add the Jets D for a dollar. Go ahead. Um, just on the whole thing. I mean, just yeah, just take. give me your thoughts. Um, I need a break. I've been talking too much. Yeah, there you go. Desperate times call for desperate. Yes, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of money to spend in week one. I feel like, um, I feel like if you're throwing that kind of one, you're kind of telling the league what you thought about your own draft. Like, are you that you got to be. In some way, draft it. Um, I mean, I get, I get. There's that for Eckler and Lindsay, but they're still flyers at this stage of the game. No one knew who Lindsay was a couple weeks ago. No, I literally didn't know who he was two weeks ago. No one knows, and in two weeks we might not ever remember. Yeah. So, I think Eckler's a good player. That that's a good buy. I mean, I had a four dollar bid on him. And Just, uh, I think that there was talk about that being not a not a split, but there was talk about him being involved going into the year from certain people. Um, and I think we saw that involvement a little bit more. I could see and, him playing a Chris Thompson role in that offense. Yeah, I mean, Melvin Gordon can only do so much. He, a high volume guy as it is, but I think there's a spot for him to go out there and do things. Jared Cook was amazing. With how dismal the 
tight end landscape is, I'm absolutely fine with that pickup. Yeah, I agree. Um, that was the only one that I thought really was good. Um, with the Baldwin, it's a second knee, and it's only got two. Um, fine with the Marshall pickup as well. I think that, that I'm okay with. The other two, just too much money in my stage of the game. Yeah, which one? I mean, I think Lockett obviously has the bigger upside, but do you like Lockett better than Marshall considering the price? Uh, you said Lockett better than Marshall without talking about price? No, considering the price. Uh, what was the Lockett bid? I forgot. Lockett was so. 22, Marshall was 3. I pick Marshall for Alright, let's recap week one. Um,. You had me over Phil. You had Shane over Papa Cos by a point. Um, had you over Bull. We had Fegley big over Spears. Sure, big over Butler and Micah big over Ty. Um, I think we went six for six, and no, we had my dad, so five of six. Um, but that was a one point game. Tough one to lose there. Yeah, he didn't cover. No. Surprised by... Uh, did anything surprise you, really, in week one in our league? Just that Shane somehow won with that roster. Well, he gets the big game from Rodgers. Good game from Brown. Good game from Evans. Good game from Jacksonville D. And that's really all there is to speak of on his team. So. Yeah, I mean, I know how he got there. Yeah. yeah I just... You would have told me he was one ten last week's show. I would have laughed you off the bo- off the podcast, but somehow he gets there. Um, Stafford, your dad's number one target, cost him week one. Sucks. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I was happy my dad didn't push the panic button though this week and make some ridiculous bid on the waiver wire to get a player that's not really worth that so I was happy that he realized the fact that he does have a good team and Stafford's dismal effort is just what cost him this week it's fantasy football um and get back at it this week so I was happy about that for him alright so yeah I would agree with you nothing really surprised me the only thing that really surprised me is that um Stein as bad as his team is does not have the worst team in the league so um that belongs right now to Troy Spears that roster is Poor. <laughs> so, uh, right now, Josh Doxson and Corey Clement as the two flexes in that lineup for this week. So, I'll also tag on the other surprise was the big number by Fegley. Oh not yeah, the, not coming to Fegley's team or anything, but I felt like once that's a big number. When you look at where he got some of those points, I mean, Crowell with twenty three points on ten carries. Yeah, like, he was running wild Monday night. Yeah, I mean... Well, picking up golf was a good decision. That helped. Um, and he gets, obviously, the big game from Tyreek Hill, so... But... His team's not bad. Um, Alright, let's get into the Week 2 matchups. Uh, we'll start off with Fleetwood Franchise versus Team Ice Cream. This is not the marquee matchup of the week. Um, we're going to start off with Spears' team. 
Do you think Scam and Christian McCaffrey have big games in this one against the Falcons, uh, losing Keanu Neal and Deion Jones? I'm going to say yes. There's huge pieces to lose. Yeah. Not to mention the Panthers lose Greg Olson. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got things going in the direction, two things going in the direction for them. They have big ones. Hard not to play Mahomes, though, over Cam this week. Just based on last week's performance. I suppose. I don't think you didn't get to see a lot of Mahomes because you were on the road, probably. Yeah, I didn't see a ton of him. I thought he was incredible to watch. Like, he made some bad decisions, but just the way he threw the football. He, he really does have every throw in the bag. Um, sneaky tough matchup though at Pittsburgh this week for him I think we'll see yeah I don't know uh, let's move over to Ty's team uh, it did not take long for him to put Chris Thompson in that starting lineup uh, how do you feel about Chris Thompson I know we've talked about him a lot on this podcast I think maybe not so much yet this year but um, this dude just continues to perform in Jay Gruden's offense, and he's been super impressive, in my opinion. Yeah, I think uh, I think he has to be in there. He's, he's definitely got a role carved out. Um, it's another great matchup. The Colts are good defensively, so I think he's got to put him in there. I think it's a lot safer then Carson. So I'm good with it. Did he replace Carson or Garcon? That I don't know. I think it was Garcon, but I didn't check. I was wondering the same thing. Um, Chargers defense against Buffalo has to be the one to play, right? Uh, obviously, Ty's playing him, but like, that's across the board. I don't know. No Bosa, I guess, right? Obosa, starting corner. There's someone else that somewhere else. They looked really bad last week. I'm actually on the other side of that, and I'm thinking this might be a spot to get shady. Uh, I thought you were going to say Josh Allen at 4,600 on Fandle. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, we'll save that for Snorm. Um, who wins this one? Ty. I'm going to say the same thing. All right, next game. Desert Dogs on 11-game win streak against the Bull Weevils. Last team that beat me, Bull Weevils, in week five of last year. Um, Start off with the Desert Dogs. Can Gronk have a good game at Jacksonville? Can? Sure, yeah. I think he can. Um... Will he? I'm going to say no. I don't feel really good about it either. Um, I could see New England playing this one real close to the vest and just trying to get everybody out of there healthy. Um, winning this game in week two has no bearing on New England's season. 
but they could show Jacksonville something or get somebody hurt in this game because um, they're going to meet up with Jacksonville again, I think. So I I agree. I don't think Gronk has a good game. I don't think they unleash Gronk in this situation. Um, my flex two spot, uh, who would you play if you were me? Uh, Nelson Aguilar against Tampa. Him of the 10 catches for 33-yard variety. Or Kelvin Benjamin of the awful quarterback variety. Or Mike Williams of the third receiver in a offense with a ton of mouths to feed variety. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, Aguilar. Right now, I'm, right now I'm leaning Mike Williams. Um, he ended up having a good game, but I just need to look at if it was more just because of garbage time. I feel like he got a lot of late stuff in that game um, when they were down a couple scores. Uh, let's move over to Bulls team. How did you feel about Andrew Luck? We got to watch him on the red zone on Monday uh, or Sunday. We shared a lot of that game. Um, I thought he looked okay. Probably look good. The picks did pretty bad, if I remember correctly. Um, What'd you say? I think the picks there was pretty bad. Oh yeah. He always throws bad picks, though. He's always yeah. throwing bad picks. Other than that, I thought he looked pretty good. Kind of. I mean, I'm anxious to see. He's usually the guy that is willing to use his legs. He only had one rush attempt for seven yards. That's. I mean, that's got to be because of the shoulder. Um, but I think that's a good thing, probably. He's, he's smart about it and and not take the hits he didn't have to take, so it's probably a good thing. I distinctly um, remember that run, too. I mean, he looked good on it. Um, scrambled out to the left side, I think I remember I was watching that. So, yeah. Uh, definitely a good guy to pair with Wentz, though. Um high upside on those two guys for bowl. He may even have a keeper out of one of them there. Uh, pick two from his team for his two flex spots. Uh, Galladay, Lynch, or Ajayi? That was um, Marshawn Lynch, not Paxton Lynch. I'm picking two. Yeah. You're leaving Henry in there? Um, if you want to take Henry out. I'm good with that too. Validate Lynch or Ajayi? Yeah. You can throw Henry in there and pick three. Really, we only need to pick between Galladay and Lynch because he already has Henry and Ajayi in there. Yeah, I'm saying, like. Should he move Lynch up to running back and maybe take Ajayi out and put Galladay in? Like. There, you can move guys around. You don't. There's not a flex. Yeah, you take Lynch out. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I think you got to play Galladay this week. I don't like saying it because he's playing against me, but um, nothing that I saw on Monday leads me to believe that Kenny Galladay won't be a monster this year. So, here's on. It's like on the brink of breaking the flexology rule. I don't think Lynch enough carries to fall into the flexology rule, so I'll go Galladay. Yeah, the law of flexology. Nice. Uh, who wins this one? Uh, the dogs. Yes, sir. No reason not to. Um, all right, Papa Kaz 
and the Patriots against Phil and the Seawolves. We'll start off with the Wolves. Um, I am of the mindset that this is going to be this year's Josh Gordon breakout game. What say you? At New Orleans. Really, that defense isn't good. It does. It it could be. I'll give you that. Just feel, yeah. It feels like they're gonna be. This is gonna be footballs flying everywhere. You know how Breeze plays at home. So I like Cleveland's D, but I don't think it means anything um, in the dome. So it would only be a little worse if it was a primetime game for Drew Brees at home. But um, Josh Gordon and Jarvis Landry, good games this week. Do you have any worries about Trey Burton? I'm so sick of seeing that picture of him standing in the end zone with his arms in the air waiting for the throw. You didn't see it? No, not well read. He's like standing in the middle of the end zone, Trubisky's rolling out, and there's like a red sea of Packer defenders, like... 15 yards on either side of them and Burton's just standing there with his arms up like this and Trubisky never saw him. So. I didn't watch much at all of that game but uh, I don't know if it's a bad I think Trubisky sucks. I don't know how he looks because I didn't watch much of it but. It looked really good in the first half. Really hesitant and unprepared for the moment in the second half in my opinion. Yeah. Um I don't know. You Trey weren't Bur- you weren't in on this anyway, so Ray Burton? Yeah. I'm going to steal the draft. We could happen. Yeah. I am not really worried about him, but he's very clearly like the fourth or fifth mouth defeat in this offense. But that could be like tight end eight this year. <laughs> So, we'll see. This doesn't, like, I don't know. It doesn't do much for me in, like, size department. Like, I want a guy that's, like... In Joku. The guys that dominate, them, like, from the tight end position. Like, physical. Yeah. That's not... He's a former quarterback. He's not a mismatch anywhere. Like, linebackers can run with him, I feel like. Like... Safeties can run them. I'm not gonna body position the shit out of people. Like I don't really get the excitement. Maybe because he ran Philly special. Like I, I don't know where it came from. You want you want Philly Philly? Downtown West ran Philly Philly. Um, I think the what? hype for what you keep cut thing. you keep cutting out. That's when we talk at the same time. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, I think the excitement about Burton was that Nagy said he's going to play the Kelsey role in the offense. Everyone's like, oh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. One of those things doesn't look like the other. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's nickname was Baby Gronk a couple years ago. So. Yeah. Um, this is probably a good time to just mention, too, we were talking about the tight end landscape this morning. So, talking about how Trey Burton has a path to, like, a top 10 tight end. In this league, it's even worse because my dad has Rudolph and Graham. Um, Ty has Ertz and Kelsey. 
and Delaney Walker and Greg Olson just went down. So right there, that are that's six of the top ten tight ends uh, drafted in drafts this year that are occupied by two teams in the IR. Yeah, it's gonna make tight end matchups feel up, I think. Yeah. Um. All right, let's move over to my dad's team. Who would you start at tight end for the Patriots? Kyle Rudolph or Jimmy Graham playing against each other this week? Uh, Kyle Rudolph. I think so too. I don't feel yeah, good. I don't feel good about it though, but um, I think that's the right call. I don't feel good playing Minnesota's defense. Yeah, I'm no. still on that defense. I love. Uh, you worried about T.Y. Hilton this week? He'll probably have Josh Norman on him. Um, no, I don't think that the skin in the game for T.Y. Hilton is a worried about him. I, I like I feel like you had to you had to have some reservations about him to start the season. You're now you probably feel more optimistic now after Week One watching Andrew Luck than you did when you drafted him. So. I don't think you really feel a whole lot of reservation about him just because they're Yeah, and I guess uh, if I'm correct, Norman doesn't travel, right? Like, he doesn't move around. I'm not sure. I feel like that was the thing on him when he was big with the Panthers, that he stayed on one side. But, um, no, I wouldn't be worried. I think, if anything, you're excited because Washington should pound this team. So, Hilton should get plenty of volume. Yeah, it's exciting part about Andrew Luck and him. Defense and still. Yeah. Uh, who wins this one, Patriots or Wolves? Uh, I actually need to think about this one a little. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Very close one. I agree. I'm taking Papa Cos in this one as well. Uh, let's go on to the Hammer versus the Mad Dogs. Butler versus Micah. Start off with Butler's team. Um, if Leonard Fournette's out, do you feel like TJ Yeldon's a suitable replacement or will it kind of be a real split between him and Grant? I've always felt like Yeldon was the replacement. Is he That's suitable then? What's up? Is he suitable then? Yeah, was last week. Um, they came out and said they want to use Grant more today. Yeah, I think that's like <laughs> why does the coach come out on a Thursday and say we want to use a guy that you didn't see on film at all last week this week? Like no, no one's doing that. Yeah, I think it's yelled. It's a lot of yelled. Um, he's better than Fortnite in the past. But I think it brings an element kind of they don't have with Fournette. Um, different kind of play calling with him. Um, I I like Yeldon too, but I I think that they will probably use Grant a little more. Um, Grant, if you remember, destroyed the Patriots in that AFC Championship game. He was one of the better players on the field for Jacksonville. Um, little little more of a better looking. Patriots defense this year. Um, their outside linebackers last year couldn't stay with anybody, so 
I think that was definitely part of it uh, last year. But I do think Yeldon probably gets a lion's share of the workload uh, if Fournette's out. Is Larry Fitzgerald startable against the Rams this week? Um, yeah. You saw Cook have success in the middle of the field against the Rams. I think that could be a theme this year. They they were talking about in the broadcast that they didn't even feel like Carr wanted to test to leave and Peters on the outside with Nelson and Cooper. So that's why Cook was getting a lot of the work um, between him and Rashard, short and middle. So Larry Fitzgerald also works the middle of the field. So could be a, could be a time worth starting him. Jimmy Sleeves will also throw 55 passes next week, though. Who did? Sammy Sleeves will throw 50 passes because they're going to be down oh. by 100. Yeah. Yeah, I think this one, this one could get pretty ugly. Uh, move over to Micah's team. Uh, is Chris Hogan startable at Jacksonville? I own him in the Dynasty League. I'm struggling with this. Um... The answer is, ugh. the answer is no. I I agree. I don't think he can play Hogan. He didn't look good last week. Um, I don't see a reason to run him out there this week. I'd have to look and see what he did against them in the playoffs though last year. Because um, I think Ramsey could be moving around on Gronk. We'll see. And we kind of touched on Brandon Marshall already. Um, I guess for as long as Baldwin's out, we have to feel like Marshall's relevant. I think I'd put the left Allen. Powell looked okay, too. He got more carries than Crow. Crow just did more with them. Yeah. The Dolphins' run defense is bad. Yeah. Yeah, he could do uh he could do what Dion Lewis did to them last week, so who wins this one? I don't get the mad dog. Just love his team. I'll pick him every week. Yep, I'm gonna take them as well. Alright, Eddie versus Shane. Um if you wanted to put Kenny Stills in your lineup, who would you put him in for? I don't want to. If you wanted to. Hide or uh, hide? Yeah, sure. Are you happy about Kenny Stills? Or are you excited about that? Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know where I'm going to, where I'd get him in before bye weeks happen. Love that Bachelor in Paradise music in the background. Uh, no, it was real quiet. I just recognized it because I used to watch that show too. So, um, Are you worried at all about the Drake's usage in, in uh, Miami? It wasn't what we expected. It was kind of exactly what we were afraid of with Frank Gore. In what way? I just felt like Gore got... Obviously, more touches. I, I don't think Gore should be on an NFL team right now. So, I just feel like he got more work. And, like, we saw that play where uh, Drake was lined up as fullback in front of Gore. Like, it just feels 
dumb to me. I don't know what the split was. This may be a completely uneducated question. Uh, I don't know what it was either. I'm trying to look up Frank Gore's game log. Um, he did not out-touch him. He did do better on his touches. Gore did better than Drake. He had nine for one. And Drake had four. Fourteen for what? Forty-eight. It's really bad. Um. Oh, I mean, I'm not concerned. He got fourteen carry and three kept, got seventeen touches. I'm fine with that. It was a yeah, really weird game, too. Obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to lean on is the fact that it was a really weird game. Um. Yeah, I don't know. He's probably more of like a get in the flow of the game kind of guy. But Frank Gore is just gonna run up the middle and not care who hits him. But I don't know. Maybe that's a bad, maybe that's a bad take. Seventeen touches. Got to right. do more. Um, let's move over to Shane's team. I just want to go through Shane's tight end history for this 2018 season so far. Um, we draft Ben Watson, then we drop Ben Watson for Mike Gesicki. And now Antonio Gates is the starting tight end on Take Your Ball and Go Home. I just need you to give me some thoughts there. Um, $93 transit. Yeah. Um, the other wide receiver, though, not Antonio Brown and not Mike Evans. How good is Brandon Cooks? Shane Shane hates Brandon Cooks. Um, he despises owning him. I think he's one of the big displays the control on ball running routes. He's super athletic. Um, Shane can't wait to trade Brandon Cooks. So, who wins this one? I think we can just both put you down. Yep. All right. And the marquee matchup of the week. Fegley versus Sher. The clan versus Abusement Park. Start off with Fegs' team. Um, is Jared Goff the start again? Or would you go over to Jimmy Jesus? It's a tough one. Yeah. Both have good matchups. I start golf though because I think he's got more around to do big things. I agree. I was just gonna say with Goodwin being questionable, uh, I think golf's the guy. The other question for Fegley's team: Would you rather start Matt Breida or fifty dollars Royce Freeman this week? Freeman against Oakland, Breida against Detroit. Yeah. Um. I'm a Freeman. Alright. I like Brita this week, but I think I'd give Freeman one more crack at it. That also felt like a weird game, that Denver-Seattle game. Felt like they were trying to use Lindsay to exploit some of the 
lack of speed on the outside that Seattle has now. Speaking of Seattle, Michael Kendricks was in town today. So I guess they're not afraid of getting more prisoners on that team. Um, what question for his team is, is, where's he going to tight end? He didn't pick anyone up yet? No. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the wire looks like. I don't feel like going to it because it's going to take me 20 minutes to get back to the map. Um, It's bad. That's about all I can offer. The cook owner. He had the bid. He had a ten dollar bid in or something. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, he, he and Spears both had, I think, ten dollar bids in for him, and uh, Butler just wanted it a little more. Top tight ends: ASJ, Ricky Seals, Jones, Vance McDonald, Ben Watson, Austin Hooper. I would say Ricky Seals would be the guy out of that group. Alright. On Ricky Seals' team, are you worried about David Johnson and what this season might look like for him? Uh, yeah. I'm worried about it from the onset. I think I put it out there enough that I didn't wasn't sure if he was good yet. And now with the way it feels like game flows are going to go, I don't know if he's going to have the opportunity to show us if he's good. He might be putting the ball in the air a lot. I mean, he's shown that he can contribute heavily in the passing game, so I'm kind of surprised that Sammy Sleeves isn't dumping off to him and letting him do his thing. But I think this whole offense will pick up a little bit once Rosen gets in there and they have someone who's a little more fearless and will try to move the ball down the field. Bradford's just a total sieve back there, man. He's the worst. So, and then, uh, do you feel like Quincy Numa was one of the better steals in the draft after watching him play Monday night? Uh, yeah. I love Anunma. Like him a lot. Was all over him last year. Was devastated. I could... Yeah, he definitely, uh, definitely showed that Darnold likes throwing to him. So that was uh, that was really encouraging. I have a couple of numerous shares, and that was nice to see. But I feel like it's bad on my part because all like I focused in on a lot of like post types. That was one that I don't think I got enough of it, in, like anywhere really. Um, the leagues that I got him, I got him on the waiver wire this week. So that was. I mean, he wasn't drafted in a lot of my leagues. Not gonna sit here and say I knew what sure knew on draft day. So I think Enuma could end up being a Mari Cooper replacement, and we will get to a Mari Cooper in rapid fire after we pick the winner of this game, Fegley and Sure. I'm gonna go with Sure. I'm gonna take Feds. The only game we've split on now in two weeks. I don't see many matchups that Feg wins there. Just a gut feel, man. Gut feel. Alright, you ready for a little rapid fire? I guess so. Alright. 
first three questions have a Chief Steelers theme to them. Who do you like this week? Mahomes or Ben? Ben. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, who's a bigger game this week? Tyree Kill or James Conner? Conner. I'll take Reek. I think this is a Antonio Brown game in a big way. Uh, I heard Le'Veon Bell over the course of his career three fantasy points per game. In the 16 games he's missed, his replacement has averaged 22.5 or something like that. Yeah. They've almost been better without him. Uh, Who do you trust more, though, the rest of the season? Kareem Hunt or Le'Veon Bell? Hunt. Hunt? Can't play more games. Yeah. Uh, When do we think Bell comes back? You don't care. Totally jaded. Um, I will say that I trust Bell more the rest of the season. I'm worried about Hunt. Uh, who would you rather own? Amari Cooper or any Jaguars wide receiver? Cooper. <laughs> you hated saying that. You don't like Dante Moncrief? I will take Keelan Cole. (laughs) I don't like it, though. More likely to be a top 10 uh, player at their position this week. Tom Brady versus the Jaguars or LaShawn McCoy versus the Chargers? McCoy headed out early. Um, DFS lineup. Um, I am going to... Say Brady. I don't feel good about that either. And who will be the number one quarterback this week? Or who do you like more, I guess, because you may think someone else is number one. Drew Brees at home against Cleveland or Alex Smith against the Colts? Brees. You like Brees? I am going to take Alex Smith. New Orleans doesn't even... What about New Orleans? They don't even flip it to Kamara. That's their run game, and it counts for Drew Brees' stats. Whereas the Redskins, Adrian Peterson run for 100 yards again. I got to trade that dude real fast. (laughs) Get some matchups with Arizona and Indy to start the year. Um, he's got to be a he's got to be on the go homers at the end of this week. <laughs> All right, uh, you want to do any bold predictions? Uh, no. All right, two for one special. What did I do that? You had no. You think you were okay? You had the Bengals and the Redskins. Right two and zero. Oh. Yeah. Ahead of time. Nothing looks good. 
Who's uh, favorite in that Atlanta Carolina game? I must have missed that one. Atlanta minus six. That feels like Carolina to me. Yeah, uh, could be one. Um, for the Bengals plus one tonight. Huh? Yeah. Playing the Thursday night game. The Bengals. Get that play in. Sorry, it's bad radio. You got it in. That's all right. It's eight nineteen. Game kicks off in a minute. Giants plus, three. Giants plus three. Yeah, I can't figure out why. I, that seems really fishy. And I'd even take the Seahawks three. Seahawks, what's that line? Three and a half. Three and a half. Who are they playing again? The Bears. So we got a three for one special because we gave you a Thursday night game. We're still giving you two for Sunday. Um, two and zero in the season. Hop on. You can PayPal Eddie directly for the picks. Um, Love me some make, PayPal. Make sure to make sure to tip him if you play him and win. Uh, anything else for the good of the order? I know we're excited for week two. Excited for week two. Some one teams, some and one teams. Kind of like early season moving week, you know. and two, and two's tough. It is. Um, looking forward to it, though. Should be fun. I will be in Ocean City, Maryland on Sunday, probably in a rainstorm watching football. Uh, so please pray for me that the children allow me to watch the games. They were wilding last week. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> All right. Uh, signing off for Red Triangle Sports on the commission. Denver Desert Dog uh, Matt Kozlowski thanks to Eddie for joining me and we look forward uh, to week two and then we'll chat with you guys in a week to recap some more bad bids on the waiver wire and see uh, how everyone did and where everyone stands heading into week three